0: Welcome to the Sales Made Simple podcast. It's for women just like you who want to make more money and grow a business that allows you to create an awesome life for you and your family. Money won't buy happiness, but it sure does help. I've spent 15 years working in sales and I've seen the good, the bad and the ugly. So each week I'll break down all the strategies that you need so that you can attract your ideal client with ease, be booked out with paying clients and make consistent sales each month without a hint of sleaze, desperation or being the slightest bit pushy. Sales really is simple when you know how. And I promise you, if you implement what I teach each week, you'll end up loving sales. So let's dive straight in. Let's overcome your fears and let's learn just how simple selling really is. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Sales Made Simple. How are you? How are you doing? Thank you for all your lovely messages. And it's lovely to see so many of you on Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, come and find me, just search this is Helen Walker and you'll find me and my daily shenanigans, sales tips, business advice, and everything mindset. Um, Today, I am talking about something that impacts us all, including myself, um, and that's overwhelm. We can get so overwhelmed in our business that we end up being really busy, but we don't actually achieve anything. Now, what I've actually done is, because this is so important, I've made a list. What I did, I was like, right, I'm going to look and go, how do I get out of my overwhelm when I'm in it? Because it happens to us all, and really overwhelm is just your mind's way of going, I've got too much information in my mind, There's, there's too much knowledge in there, there's too much facts, there's too much thoughts, there's too many emotions going on, and it's like a computer um, you know, when it's full, the memory's full and it goes really slow. That's exactly what happens when we feel overwhelmed. Our mind just can't cope with everything that's going on. So what we need to do is just slow it down. So step one, um, this is, I do this every time and it works every time. So first step is I make a brew standard, it's my go-to, even that, just standing in the kitchen, at the kettle, just taking some breaths, just, you know, talking to myself, calming myself down, just going, you know, everything's going to be all right. It's fine. Don't worry. This helps massively. Now, the second thing to do is to get all of this information out of your head so that you can see it. You can think rationally. You're not reacting to things, you're just responding to them, which is a big difference. So we just turn that emotional dial down and we turn that logical thinking up and we just go, right, let's get it all down on paper. So I just get a big sheet of paper and I write down everything that I need to do. And what I also do is just catch that inner voice like, what is it? What is it telling me? Normally it's something like, Something like really horrible, like you should be doing more, or you should be making more money, or you should be further along in your business, or you're not a very good mom. Or... So, we've got to also be aware of that unhelpful voice because that's going to derail us. And what we need to do is just park that voice and go, okay, well, you know, this is just interference right now. This is not helpful. And um, we'll address that in, in a second. But write down, get everything out of your head onto paper everything and not just business stuff, everything that you've got to do. Because life, business, where is the lines? It doesn't stop this whole work-life balance. Work, life, it's it's all the same thing. So write everything down. You need to go to the post office. You need to pick up your dry cleaning. You need to post a letter. You need to create a lead magnet. You need to do a podcast. Whatever it is, write it all down so that you can see it clearly. Now, you might feel really overwhelmed by the amount of stuff that comes out your head and, you know, the amount of things that you've got to do. But for now, just think, it doesn't matter how, how it's going to get done. I know it's going to get done. Um, But for now, I'm just going to write it down and I'm just going to stay calm. So these emotions are going to keep coming because that's how we're wired. Just think this is interference. It's just, just noise. Just park it for now. We're just thinking logically. We're just getting a plan together. Then I want you to look at that list and start prioritizing it. So go, which of these tasks is going to make me money? Which of these tasks are going to grow my business? Now you'll have to be really strict with yourself because to start with, you go, well, everything, I've got to do everything to make, grow my business, but I want you to really look and go, but is is creating that thing. Is that really, do I really need that right now? Is it really the thing I need to do or do I really need to be making more calls or do I really need to be going and doing more live videos and talking about my offers? Is this stuff that I'm prioritizing? Is it fast because I don't want to face my fears. I don't want to face the thing that I've I've been putting off the live video, the phone call, the talking about your offer. So Look at, you know, and this is why we need to know what tasks in our business actually make us money because we don't want to be a busy fool. We don't want to be spending all day doing stuff that doesn't move the needle on our business, doesn't grow our business, doesn't bring in new leads, doesn't convert into sales. Then when you've looked at that list, and you've got your, your priority list. You've now got this, all these other tasks. And I want you to look and go, right, What? Which of those tasks can I outsource? You know, and look at that list that you've created that is a list that will make you money. Which of those tasks do you have to do? Which of those tasks can you outsource? Now, again, there'll be a load of mindset stuff here of I've got to do it and nobody else can do it as good as me. And it's quicker to do it myself than try and explain to somebody. We've got to let the reins on our business a little bit. We've got to give up control of some of these things. Now, that was a task that I found really hard. When I first got my VA, it was a task that I had, to, I had to keep pushing myself and going, no, she can do it. She can do it. I just need to tell her once what I need to do and maybe how to do it and how I like it done, and then she'll do the next 50 for me. then it's, you know, it's something I don't have to do. And as soon as I let that control go, my God, it was like somebody had given me an extra day at work. I've got all these hours and I was like, gosh, what am I going to do with all this extra time? So just be mindful of, are you clinging on to things because you are a bit of a control freak? um, You don't want to give up those tasks. You're worried that people are not going to do it as good as you. You're a bit of a perfectionist. So it's got to be done your way. Um, You know, really look at how you're thinking and, and the tasks that you're holding on to. Because really what you want to do is get your business into a place where, yes, there will be tasks that only you can do. So for me, I am the face of my business. So all the videos, all the podcasts, all the podcast interviews, all the guest expert stuff, the delivery, the client-facing stuff, that's all stuff that I have to do. But everything else, I can, I can outsource. Now, that was hard at first because so like, yeah, but no one's going to create carousel posts like I like them and nobody's going to create my workbooks like I like them. Yes, they do. As long as we just give up control and we give a clear brief, yes, they do. And this idea that it has to be perfect or done a certain way, it doesn't. Focus on what your zone of genius is and then when you can, outsource all of that stuff. And you'll probably need to outsource all of that stuff before you are ready, before you can really technically afford it. And this was something I struggled with because giving, you know, outsourcing stuff, giving up control was one thing, but then there was also the financial side of it. When I first got my VA, I I couldn't technically afford it. I, I could afford it, but emotionally, I was like, I can't, I can't afford this. I'm, I'm bringing in this money, but then it's going out as, as soon as it's coming in, it's going out. But what I realized now was that was a massive investment in my business because what it brought me back was time and time is the most valuable resource you will have in your business. It's way more valuable than than money. You can earn more money. You can never get that time back. So as soon as I outsourced that and, and, gave up the coffers, you know, and, and, and started paying somebody to, to do that. That's when I got that time back. And then what I could do was focus on the stuff that only I could do the stuff that really moved the needle on my business. And then I want you to look at all of these tasks and go, which of this doesn't actually need to be done because there'll be loads of stuff on there that you think you've got to do, you know, changing a color on your website or changing a picture on your website or Tarting up your lead magnet or and actually I want you to look and go, does it really need to be done? Does it really need to be done now? Is it something that I either I can outsource? Is it something I can get done at a later date? Is it something that's really stopping me making money? Now, if you're like me and you're a bit of a perfectionist or a recovering perfectionist, should I say, um you will you will think that the lead magnet needs updating and the website needs updating and you need a refresh of your carousel templates the reality is early on in your business yes they're all nice to to have and yes we want great branding and we want everything to be on on message and, and you know colors and all that kind of stuff but in the early days you know it's about just getting that information out there if you're not getting the stuff out there because you're worried about what color it is or what font it is or stuff like that no one's going to buy anyway so you're never going to be in a position to you know, have perfect branding and get somebody to do all of it because you're never going to have the resources to do it. If you were to just show up and just do videos and tell stories and tell people about your own experiences and tell people how they can work with you and share testimonials, you would get clients. If you did that consistently enough, you know, imperfectly showing up, doesn't matter about what you look like or your hair or whatever, just showing up every day, And giving a call to action, telling people how to work with you, you will make money. You know, fancy branding and all that is nice. But when we're starting off, that stuff, procrastinate branding, as Denise Duffield Thomas calls it, and I love that phrase, um, it can hold us back. You know, the stuff that I've put out there, um, when I look back now, I go, gosh, I can't believe I put that. Like, I can't believe I used that font. I can't believe I thought that looked good. And now I've changed it. You know, now I've got more time and now I've got people to help me. Now I've changed it and now it looks better. Probably do it again in another 12 months. Um, But it made me money. So don't think that everything has to be perfect. The key is to get stuff out the door. You know, you don't want to be throwing any old crap out the door, but, you know, 80% is good enough. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect. So just check in with yourself and go... Am I wasting time? Am I holding myself back because I want everything to be perfect? Nine times out of 10, we do. We can free up so much time, so much resources if we just go on the 80% 80 rule of 80% is enough. And then something else that I I use to keep me on track is I have what I call a truths bank. So truth as in not a lie, truth's. And these are things that I just tell myself when I'm feeling stressed or anxious or overwhelmed. And I have like this list of things that like, you know, I'm trying my best. I can only do what I can do. Um, I'm making the decisions based on the knowledge that I have. Um, You know, I'm not just a business owner. I'm also a mom and a partner and I manage the house and everything else. And all of these truths just keep me grounded And the truth, the truth that keeps me most grounded is I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best. That's all I can ask of myself. I am trying my best and my best is all I can give, you know? So think about some truths. These truths have to resonate with you. That might not resonate with you, but have some truths that you, every time you feel stressed and anxious and overwhelmed that you just read through, you know, you stick on your fridge, stick them next to your computer have them visual so that, you know, you can just remind yourself so we can turn off that emotional reactive part of our mind and we can think more logically, calmly, without all of that interference. And then when you've done all of that, I look at my plan and I go, right, these are the things that I need to do. Um, these are the things that are going to make me money. And I, I evaluate it again and I go, right, is that, do I really need to do these things? Can I, re- can I outsource any of that? Is there any perfection here? Is there any control happening where I'm hanging on to these tasks? Or can I, can I outsource them to my VA? Can I give them to somebody else to do? I reevaluate it again. Then when I've got my final list, I give everything to my VA, outsource all of that. And then I've got my final list of things that I, only I can do. And I say, right, let's start prioritizing. So which of these tasks is going to make me the most money, the quickest? Which of these is going to grow my business, move the needle on my business the quickest? What needs to be done first? And I start prioritizing all of these things because some things will be more important than than others. And once I've done that, I don't just write a to-do list. I put them in my calendar. So I look at each task and I go, how long will that task take me to do? So, okay, it's going to take me an hour, 90 minutes, two hours. And then I I add half an hour on, contingency planning. Half an hour, you know, to every task. So that task is going to take me an hour. Right, well, I'm going to put an hour and a half in my calendar. Because what I used to do was underestimate everything. i go, well, that took me 30 minutes, and then it would take me an hour and a half. And then my whole day would be out, and then that would just cause more overwhelm. It's better to finish a task and go, wow, I finished that an hour quicker than I thought I was going to do. I've now got an hour to either use myself a bit of self care, get myself some lunch because the amount of times I used to work through my lunch, um, or start on, a, on a, a different task. Put them in your calendar like you like the most important client that you've got that you wouldn't. You're not going to cancel on. You're not going to go. Oh, i do it tomorrow. Give yourself some accountability. Commit to yourself that you are going to do the thing that you say you're going to do because we are terrible to ourselves. We will make promises to ourselves that we're going to do something and we don't do it. We wouldn't do this to a friend. If we said we're showing up to meet a friend, we wouldn't five minutes before cancel. and go, Oh, I'm not coming anymore. You would go off. I've said, I'm going now. So I want you to think about these priorities in your calendar. Like you're meeting a friend or it's the most important client you've got make a commitment that you are going to do what you say you're going to do and then do it. Follow it through when, the, when it comes up in your calendar, right, this is the task. And when you get to the end of that task, if you haven't finished that task, so if you get to the end of the hour that you've, you've penciled in your calendar and then you haven't finished that task, move on to the next task. Because what happens is all the other tasks then don't get done because that one task ends up taking the whole morning. The second task ends up taking the whole afternoon. Somebody rings or somebody wants a discovery call, so you have to stop all that stuff. And then you're just back to square one. So do the task in the allocated time. Once you have finished, once it gets to the end of that time, set a timer. When the timer goes off, whether you're finished or not, move on to the second one. And then what we need to do is put the rest of that work into another time slot. And something that people fail to do, and I used to do this and used to cause me total mayhem, is planning breaks in your diary. So it's so easy to go, right, I've got five tasks and I want to get them all done today. I'd say each day prioritize three tasks a day, more than three tasks. And I don't, depending on how big a task they are, but if they're tasks that just you can do, they're probably going to take up some, some time. I'd say prioritize three tasks and have two like contingency tasks on, on the next day, if you like, that if you do finish, you can start on, on those things to give you more time. But thing that people don't do is planning breaks. So I remember doing this, uh, feeling overwhelmed, like, right, I, f- I feel better now because I've planned it all. Out. I know when I'm going to do it. But then I'd look at my diary and there wasn't there wasn't even a moment to go to the loo and there wasn't even a, a, a five minute break there was no time for lunch. So right, well, I'll just use my lunch break. I'll just sit and eat, eat at my desk. Well, invariably i just go, well, bugger it. I'll, I'll not even bother eating. So eventually health starts to suffer. you 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 know, you, you're even more stressed because all you're doing is, is using every single hour to, to work. Your work's not as good anyway because you, your brain is just frazzled. So um, plan in 15 minute breaks, you know, take half an hour for lunch. Take, you know, 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Just get up, walk around, go outside in the garden, peg the washing out or something. Just get some fresh air. Just walk up and down your street, go to the shops, whatever. But just plan in breaks just to give your mind a rest because that will cause more overwhelm if your mind is never rested. You know, if you think about athletes, part of their training regime is to rest because that's when their muscles... Will repair if we don't give our mind time to just relax, it 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 won't repair itself, and you won't think be able to think of new creative ways and and new creative things in your business because your mind is just running at a hundred miles an hour. So I've had some of my best ideas when I'm in the shower, when I'm walking around Tesco's, and I'm just walking mindlessly around there. When I'm in the street, when I'm driving in my car. When I'm just allowing my mind just to be, just not thinking about anything and miraculously, something will just pop into my mind. I'm like, that is such a good idea. But if I'm sat at my desk all day, every day, and there's not a moment's rest, those ideas don't come. So plan in those breaks and then celebrate, right? So you might be thinking, well, why would I celebrate? I've just got a bunch of tasks done in my business celebrate because these tasks that you've done are tasks that are moving your business forward. Now it might've moved your business forward in a micro step, a little micro movement, but all the stuff we're doing and we're doing it constantly and we're doing the right stuff. We're focusing on stuff that is going to move our business forward. Someone's taking care of the admin and the day-to-day stuff, but the stuff that we are doing is stuff that's going to grow our business, bring in more clients Nurture those clients and convert them into paying clients. So at the end of each day, I want you to celebrate. I want you to look through everything that you've achieved and and keep telling yourself these, you know, these micro cogs that are are churning away in the background. Eventually, you're going to look back and go, my God, my business has totally changed in the last six months like it is unbelievable how much my business has changed so I want you to start celebrating these things now you don't have to go and have a slap up meal or you know do something fancy it could just be doing something for you you know do you like reading right maybe buy yourself a new kindle book or um you know spend 30 minutes reading or you know just take yourself off away from the kids for a while you have know, 15 minutes and just go 15 minutes. I'm just going to sit here. Husband can just look after the kids 15 minutes. And uh, I'm just going to take some time. You can see how I celebrate, can't you? (laughs) That's exactly what I do. Just 15 minutes on my own, just to kind of contemplate the day, celebrate what you've done, because this will give you massive motivation for the next day. And Sometimes when we're running our business, we get so bogged down with the day-to-day stuff that we can't see the progression. We can't see that actually we're moving in the right direction. Now, when you first start out, those first 12 months, it feels like nothing's happening. You know, you might get a, a couple of clients here and there and nothing's really sticking and it's feeling like, you know, nothing's happening and it's hard to get clients and then all of a sudden that will change and you'll have clients reaching out to you and clients send a new message saying, can I book a discovery call? It's, you know, I really want to work with you. And then it's then when you go, gosh, that's amazing, but you've got to get to that position first. And this is the hardest bit. This is why most businesses fail in the first 12 months because people give up because they don't think it's working because they don't look and see actually it's, it's small baby steps. You know, success doesn't happen overnight. I don't care what people say on Instagram that, you know, there might be a a handful of people where, you know, right place, right time, something went amazing and, you know, they were technically an overnight success, but nobody, nobody's an overnight success. It doesn't happen that way. It's a series of small steps that you do consistently in your business that eventually after way more time than we want, because we're all impatient, we all want everything yesterday. It's those small steps that we take that add up to this monumental change. But first, we've got to manage this overwhelm. Otherwise, we'll never get to that end goal because we'll give up and we'll our mindset will play tricks on us and it'll say we're not good enough and we're not cut out for this and no one's going to buy and we're doing all this work and nobody's even interested. Nobody's liking our stuff. We get all that interference if we allow our mind to become too overwhelmed. So what do you think? Some strategies in there that you're going to adopt, that you're going to use, um, that are going to help you grow your business and feel less stressed because we want to enjoy this journey. We want to enjoy this journey of building our business. So let me know how you get on with all of that. Come and find me on Instagram. Um, Search this is Helen Walker and you'll find me. Send me a DM, you know, introduce yourself. I love hearing from you. It always brightens up my day. So come and find me. And I'll see you next week. Well, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Now remember, sales really is simple. It might not feel like it now, but I promise you it will. So go out there, show up, be visible and share your offers with your audience. Because people need your solutions. They need what you're selling. Remember to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode of Sales Made Simple. Have a great week and I'll catch you next time for another episode.